This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. You're listening to Lerato Mbele on Power 98.7. All right, thank you very much to the teams. It is 10.38, and as we do on a Monday, we go behind the party line just to know what they stand for. And today it is uh, an opportunity for us to speak to the leader of the Democratic Alliance in Gauteng, Solim Simanga. Good morning. Solim Simanga, good morning. Good morning, Lerato, and good morning to the power listeners. Thank you for having me. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, so in a few months, South Africans will be going to the polls. Oh, could I ask you for a favor? I think you're listening at yourself on the radio, and it's echoing back to me. So may I ask you to turn off your radio? Is this better? Off, off. Off. We'll it, send, we'll send you the podcast. I'm, there we I'm go. <laughs> I promise. Okay, that's much better. Okay, so okay, so um, the DA technically the largest opposition party in the country, and Ipsos polls and other independent polls believe you will retain that position as the largest. However, with a few declines, point wise, um, what do you make of those findings? Well, you know, Ipsos polls have been wrong for a number of years, Lerato. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we will do much better than what we have done in 2019. I think um, the issues that, uh, you know, were uh, um, crippling the DA's uh, growth um, had been dealt with internal issues, internal squabbles and all of those things. I think are things that had been uh, addressed. Um, and I think we will do much, much, much better than what we have done. If you look at the... The, the polling that was conducted by um, Ipsos in 2016 and in 2019, and also in 2021, you'd see that, uh, you know, they had been off the mark uh, for quite some time mm-hmm. and actually written off the DA in certain instances saying that we would drop below 17%. And we held, um, you know, in Houghton uh, below, up above 20% and so on. So we're focusing more on the ground. We're focusing on what needs to be done. And I think we are going to do much better than what we did previously. Okay, so ironically, and it's ironic, that the two biggest parties, according to these uh, polls, which obviously um, are not completely unproblematic, uh, is that the two biggest parties will suffer uh, uh, declines and uh, percentage losses, okay? And the ones that are expected to make gains are the EFF, and uh, Action SA and some of the newer formations expected to make some inroads. But be that as it may, we'll see when the day comes. You do admit that the DAs had some problems internally. And it's ironic because the ANC also admits that they've had problems internally. Theirs have to do with ideologues and factions. What are yours all about? Well, look, I think ours had to do with discipline more than anything else. Um, You would know that we've had situations where um, you know, internal communication had been leaked or people saying things on social media that they shouldn't be saying, which then, uh, you know, uh, paints the party in a very, very bad light and actually then deters people from then wanting to come in and support the DA. You would know that also there were issues uh, with the previous leader of the party, Dade uh, Musimaimani, you know, when he departed from the party, um, which also created a little bit of instability within the organization. And, uh, you know, we had to then uh, really begin to then stabilize that. 
and bring in, uh, you know, back some stability and levels of discipline, which I think we are now have uh, brought back. We have uh, launched uh, our branches throughout uh, the country. Here in Houghton, uh, um, we have been doing very, very well in terms of our on-the-ground um, campaign. And this is why I'm saying to you that it looks like we have mm. turned the corner. Okay. How do you respond to people who say uh, that history withstanding, the real challenges within the DA is that um, in recent years, certainly from the utterances, at times honestly unfortunate utterances of a John Steenhuisen, is it's creating an impression that there is a grouping within uh, the DA that is more nationalist, uh, white nationalist for that matter, more right-wing leaning, and certainly a lot more elitist and higher LSM oriented. Just this last weekend, the DA uh, social media account made a really unfortunate statement uh, leveled against Banyaza Lisufi's recruitment of the uh, uh, peace officers, uh, the community Mm. wardens, that said um, Banyaza, all he did was go into a shabin and recruit people and gave them ill-fitting outfits from pep stores. So firstly, it was very classist, the pep stores issue. Secondly, mm. it was very racist. The black people, all they do is sit in Shabin's illusion. Uh, uh, and then thirdly, it's the allegation of a mismanagement of funds when South Africa's got a real uh, crime problem. So in, just in that one tweet, you could just see the mindset that's setting into the DA. Well, thanks very much, Lerato. I was at the, I was at the, at the, at the event. And I think that, uh, you know, it is unfortunate that the whole thing was taken out of context. There should, could have been much more that could have been said um, because it was not just um, the issue of, um, you know, where the people have been recruited from um, in terms of the physical location, i.e. the Shebin. There was much more that he said. And unfortunately, I think there was um, our guys from the communication and the marketing side would have missed uh, um, something of importance here because he went on to then say, look, um, how you recruit people will de- then determine how you then get to, um, you know, um, uh, train them, how you'll then also be able to ultimately have a force that is able to then drive crime um, to low levels or to eliminate crime, um, you know, in the province. So I think that is something that was missed. And unfortunately, uh, you know, what would then be picked is that little piece and then it will then uh, be driven uh, much more wider. We have uh, now seen a report, uh, you know, that talks to how the main party is actually wanting and will be driving a race narrative against the Democratic Alliance. And this is going to be what they will also, um, you know, be putting out there. So we're very much aware that these things are going to be coming thick and fast. Um, not to say that, uh, you know, we, we shouldn't be choosing what we say, um, you know, very, very um, carefully, because we need to make sure that the um, we are an inclusive, um, you know, uh, organization, both internally and what we aspire for the rest of South Africa. But I must also say that, uh, you know, the problem that we're sitting with is that, you know, there is selective outrage, um, you know, in terms of what gets to be said, who gets to say it, and how South Africans then get to be upset about it. Okay. The whole thing that... I'm going to have to interject. I'm going to have to interject okay. there, Soli Simang, uh, because I don't think it's selective rage. This was not mm-hmm. somebody who chose snippets from a speech that uh, John Steenhuisen gave to uh, a Congress in in Gauteng. This was your own communications team 
deciding what to tweet, highlights, and the highlights for the DA communications team was a portion of a speech that speaks to the fact that the Gauteng Premier, like him or loathe him, recruits people from a Shabin. And we know that all peace officers, as far as I'm see- I've seen them, are black people. So black people recruited from a Shabin. That's an inference, but a fair inference. Secondly, given ill-fitted outfits from Pep stores, that's not some Twitterati's comment. That's on the DA account. So again, this classism, because what's wrong with buying outfits from pep stores? Many of our compatriots buy their children's school uniform and clothes from pep stores. So that's the second statement that was made. And then thirdly, everything else. So when I'm talking to you about the DA having a faction in it that seems to be, that seems to be white, nationalistic, racist and elitist we are not imagining it it's how the da writes about issues in the country it's your account as the da yeah. and as i was saying to you um that that was a very very much unfortunate statement i did say that in in, in, in my remarks you also then said we have selective rage and i'm like no yes, it's not selective I'm it's you writing about... for yourself speaking for no, yourself no, no. but again there is the whole um the whole recording is actually out there that people would have seen the whole recording and what he then said before that and after, you know, that little snippet, that much more could have uh, mm-hmm. actually then been drawn from that. That's the, that's, that's, that's the, the, the analysis that I'm trying to put. Okay. To then say that you, you, how you recruit people, how you train people is very much important okay. in terms of what you are going to then okay. achieve. So that's the point. So, so, so we can say, so so we can say you've got a problem with your communications team. They don't communicate well. Is, that is the meeting that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And that is, the, that, is the, that is the problem that needs to be addressed. So I'm not in any way excusing what has been said. I mean, I, I, okay. I still buy my kids, uh, you know, uniform uh, from, from PEP. And I have, uh, you know, been buying from PEP and donating to, to, to the needy. So I wouldn't want to treat any other person any, anyhow. But, you know, to then say that okay. there is a classist um, nationalist, white classist uh, nationalist, um, you know, cabal Metric. in the, mm-hmm. the DA... I think that, uh, you know, that will be wrong. I certainly wouldn't be belonging to the Democratic okay. Alliance. I'm sure with so many of uh, colored and black um, leaders right. that let's, are in the let, Let's interrogate that. How, how come all the black leaders by yourself have just about left the DA? Either they've gone to Action SA um, or uh, they've left politics altogether. Uh, BUSA was started as well. And also sort of the treatment of the former executive mayor of Gauteng because actually how she was scuppered in the role was not because she was undermined by opposition to her leadership. It happened within the D- the DA, where the federal council would supersede her executive authority in the city council of Johannesburg. And ultimately, you know what? Let down by her own people, she left. Well, Rato, I think you would need to get your facts right. Um, I sit on FedEx and I sit on the PEC. And I can tell you categorically, that uh, Mepalazzi was involved in all the meetings uh, where decisions were taken. She was actually then called in to address even the the coalition um, group in terms of what needs to happen in the city of Johannesburg. So I think that it is an unfortunate and uninformed statement that you have just made. You really Uh, think so? You really think so? Because Um, she's been on this exact platform... Um, well, uh, confirming the fact that the decisions on how to go about f- uh, negotiating with various parties to form a coalition government in the city of Johannesburg at an advanced stage were then scuppered by the federal council. 
No, it wasn't. And it was never done um, in that way. I can tell you right now that, uh, you know, the party had taken the decision to then say there will be political parties that we will not engage with, given our previous experience with them. That was a policy um, standpoint um, that we had uh, that we had uh, 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 taken, and therefore, you know, whether I want to then uh, remain in power and then change that just because I want to be in power, mm. um, you know, the policy must remain. Okay. Um, it shouldn't change just because now I solely, you know, wants to hang on to power or wants to then get into power, and therefore we should we should ignore what the, okay. the party stands on a particular matter of the of of the part oh, sorry of the party is so i think that's where the problem lies okay. but again you know these are things that we can then go deeper into but it's not taking us forward that's what i wanted um, to say you know it, 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 and we need to now talk about what where we are and what where what we're doing going forward okay so 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 the poor palazzi issue aside that technicality aside the point i'm making is many accomplished black leaders have left the party and yet you're saying that race is not a fair narrative when it applies to the Democratic Alliance. So how do you account for these for this exodus? And what is the DA's position on black leadership? Well, look, I think people joining an orga- any organization, leaving any organization, and they have different reasons why they join and why they leave. And I find it interesting that the departure of certain leaders uh, makes national news when it's only coming from the DA. I mean, there's leaders who have left action and say, has any of you reported on that? No, that hasn't happened. There's leaders who had left, um, you know, the ANC, and we're now dealing with Jacob Zuma, who is now about to actually be expelled, or whatever the case will be. And that seems to not be making any use. But the fact that, you know, you now want to then drive a narrative on race around the DA, then that becomes the, the, the situation. I find it difficult that somebody will be in the party for 20 years, 24 years, and then want to then say when they are leaving, um, start throwing then a race narrative, while that has never been the case. So you only realize um, after your pension fund is about to be paid in full for you having been in office for three terms, and then you then want to then come and say the DA is a racist party. Um, there's a, there's a, the DA is a white classist party, and then therefore you want to leave. And then people must then believe that. We have a platform in the organization where, um, you know, issues can be can be can be addressed. And I must say that yeah, it is not a perfect organization. I have ongoing fights with John Stenis and um, ongoing fights with Helen and so many others. And there's a platform in which we're able to then have okay. these fights and then be able to then address the issues that are coming through. Okay. So the point here is that, you know, I don't think that, you know, people joining and people going, and you'll see that even with, uh, with other political parties, especially now when the list processes are to be finalized, all sorts of, uh, you know, stories and reasons why people yeah. are, are leaving the organization and going to other organizations. It's nothing new. It happens every time. But, you know, fact of the matter is, we now need to then say, how do we then, uh, uh, you know, ready ourselves for government? And how do we then ensure that South Africans are going okay. to then be served? Perhaps uh, I should ask forward. the question this way, uh, Solim Simanga. So, despite the perceptions that people may have about race relations within the DA, certainly in the highest echelons, what would the DA be offering the majority black electorate? Because the majority black electorate are buckling under the pressure of unemployment, crime-ridden communities in which they live, uh, an economy that's stagnant and that's not absorbing their, their lack of skills, unfortunately, fast enough. And even where there are skills, like we're hearing about medical personnel, 
even them not being absorbed. So there's something quite structurally not right about the economy. It affects a particular race disproportionately uh, against uh, disproportionately to others. But there's just something not right in South Africa. And how would you offer the solution? Well, it starts with management. Uh, um, you know, there has been mismanagement in South Africa for the longest of time. The mismanagement that has actually even gone as far as to drive the investors, the investors out of South Africa or actually from, you know, certain uh, provinces um, to, um, you know, another province. And this is something that needs to be interrogated. We have been saying for the longest of time that, uh, you know, we need to then ensure that corruption is actually dealt with. We need to make sure that there is measurable uh, plans that are put in place. For instance, in Kaute, I've been saying for the last four uh, or five years that I've been a member of the legislature back in the the legislature. Why don't we have a housing infrastructure master plan that you're able to then see where your infrastructure is sitting at? Mm. What is the backlog? How are you then addressing it? Who is then addressing it? So that you're able to then have um, tangible and manageable, uh, manageable um, goals, and you're able to then also, um, um, uh, you know, measure what you are doing. So these are some of the things that, uh, you know, we have been talking about. You're talking about the issue of, um, you know, crime, mm-hmm. but yet at the same time, there is a pushback against evolving power from national to provinces so that, you know, the police um, can, be, um, can be recruited and employed and actually be trained at the provincial level. Mm-hmm. And you can then also have units at a provincial level that can deal with crime specifically within your within your province. For instance, in Khalkeng, we have gangs, we have the Zamazamas, we have um, syndicates that are hijacking buildings left, right, and center. Mm. We have, um, you know, we have um, um, uh, syndicates that are actually stopping um, projects, uh, you know, from happening. Yeah. You have murders in in certain areas, like in your. Winterfeld, um, mm. in, your, in your Winterfeld, Juglane area, mm. which, um, you know, should actually be having specialized in it, being, um, you know, deployed into this area. Now, what we have is a national government that thinks that, you know, what we have as a, as a strategy working in Limpopo or working in Pumalanga should be the same strategy that should be employed in Houting. And this mm. is why we think that is not going to work. That is things that needs to be um, changed. And again, it talks to, um, you know, the issues of, um, you know, administration, the issues of management. And if we are to then put a new government that will put a new management in place, mm-hmm. things will work out better for black, okay. white, Indians or colors of this country. Now, obviously, um, the DA has had some experience of governance, certainly the Western Cape, and we must give it to you in, in, in Cape Town. I think the DA has done really well. Let's be fair. But not the same for the Tswane Metropole. It's been ridden with uh, politicking. Um, obviously, there's been a billings uh, crisis and a revenue crisis. And then people have also alleged that, you know, you know the, the social issues with standing on ratepayers. But the Tswane uh, City Council seems to service wealthier areas like Menlin and Waterkloof better than it would townships like Atresville, like Mamelodi, Harangua, and also with the issue of crime in Jukulin. So there is a sense that the DA works really well if they're not dealing with the masses of black people. And that seems to be the issue in Tswane unlike in the city of Cape Town. So how do you explain those two different uh, experiences of governance? 
Well, Rat, again, uh, an unfortunate and uninformed, uh, you know, statement that you just made. First of all... I think you're not going to call me of, uninformed, no, Solim Simang. No, 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 Half no, our uh, listenership no, are people man. in Tswane, and man, we're reading man, about it. You I'm mentioned Hamanskral. The waste management I, problem is Hamanskral. It forms under the municipality allow, of Tswane. All of these refuse issues... Hi, Bo. Don't, don't allow me to, disrespect the allow public. Me, I, I'm, not, I'm not disrespecting you. First of all... Um, the issue of crime, the issue of um, um, I'm dealing with crime is a provincial and national issue. The issue of fighting crime is not a municipal competency. It's a safety but and security. But refuse collection is, and you're not doing it and in Harangu. You, 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 you spoke about the issue of crime, and I'm responding to that, and this is why I'm saying that is an uninformed statement. Not to then say you are uninformed, but I'm saying that aspect um, you know, is something that unfortunately... Um, you got it wrong. That's one. Two, let's deal with the issue of, of, of service delivery. Um, the Western Cape and Cape Town um, didn't just happen overnight. It was something that had to be built over a number of years um, from when we took over from Umsaiketo uh, 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 at back, on those, back uh, in those days and when it had to actually then be built up to where it is right now in, 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 the, in Cape Town and in the rest of the Western Cape. Now, it is going to take time, and you would know that uh, you know we have had crippling strikes that have been taking um, you know place and in in the city of uh, of, of Tswane, which we do believe that were moti- uh, politically motivated because the same issues that uh, led people to then go on strike for three months are the same issues that uh, you know in other municipalities that are not um, in, necessarily in the control of the DA have uh, you know uh, had to deal with. There are certain municipalities that have said they will not be able to then afford to pay, um, you know, um, um, salary um, increases. But, you know, there were never those strikes that they took place, like what will happen in the city of Swane. So I think that is another piece of information that needs to be interrogated as to why these kind of things do happen. Is there, a, you know, an, a, 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 an effort to sabotage, um, you know, the government that is anti-ANC or that is not the ANC so that it is seen to be generally okay. safe? Solim Simang, let's 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 just get to the answer, please, and and cool and just calm down with the soliloquies. So, in the municipality of Tswane, which is DA-led and run, uh, albeit um, uh, with a small coalition right now with a new mayor from another party, are the people of Tswane wrong to say? The inner city of Tswane is filthy. It hasn't been cleaned. The townships like Harangua uh, and Mamilodi have not had refuse collected for the longest time. Traffic lights haven't been uh, fixed. Water treatment, we all know the Hamanskral issue. Uh, But before even this issue, you know, blew up in this way, for about uh, a year or 18 months, they'd constantly been asking for the... uh, MMC of water, a DA councillor, to please address the issue of fecal matter in the water uh, that's coming out of the taps in uh, Hamanskral before we realized the scale of the problem. That since the DA has been running Tswane, the quality of life, particularly for black people in Tswane, has declined. You don't think that is an indictment on how the DA runs its municipalities? Granted, very different to how the DA runs the city of Cape Town. You don't think that's a fair question? And and, and I think, again, where you get it wrong is that the problem of the Hamas Kral water is not a problem that started in 2016. I can show you reports of when this problem started way in the early 2000s. And a report that has been written 
um, you know, by a number of institutions, including the Victoria University that has actually conducted studies and done research in that area, to then say that we need to then deal with a problem from Graval all the way to Hamas Graal. That hasn't been done. And when we started dealing with it in 2016, I was the mayor dealing with this particular matter. This matter was stopped by Nungulam Konyan, who was then the, the minister. Why? Because they understood that we should resolve this issue once and for all. Then they could forget about the votes that were there. So we, let's also question the politicking that is taking place, that is preventing services from, uh, you know, being rendered to the people. That's, that's the first thing. The second thing, you also then say that services seems to be uh, rendered, uh, you know, beans and removed and rubbish is being cleaned. I tell you now that there is no township unless if you have the business um, forums that usually then stops trucks from coming in because they want a stake in those things. There has been, after the, the, the strike has been stopped, there has been, um, you know, trucks that have been going in into all the townships, being cleaning and making sure that, uh, you know, we are able to then remove um, waste where waste needs to be removed. And I think it is an unfair analysis or an unfair statement to then say that, uh, you know, there seems to be only services in a particular area and not in others. I, yeah. I, I challenge you, go into the CBD that you're saying is filthy. Go into the CBD at night, every single night, Monday to Friday or to Saturday. Go every night and tell me if the CBD is not being cleaned. And the very next day, go after the rush hour and tell me what the CBD looks like. And these are things that we need to then talk to the social ills that are there to then say, how do we then address these things that, you know, you can have cleaning taking place, but the very next day, we are back at the same thing. My Melody, as an example, last week you had the mayor and a team going to clean up in My Melody. Um, last week, Saturday, they cleaned the whole of Tamaya Road. Go and see what Samaya okay. Road looks like again now. And while the waste uh, is actually then being removed. And I think we need to be fair when we're doing all this analysis to then say, are we addressing the real issues here? And are we tackling the issues as we should okay. be tackling them? Or are we just, uh, you know, wanting to then paint and pin the, P, um, the DA into a particular corner yeah. without addressing the, 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 the issues fairly okay. here? So, so me, all I do is I facilitate conversations. I filter information. It comes to me as it comes to me as a broadcaster every day. People speak in their own voice and in their own voice, they're not satisfied in the city of Tswane. In their own voice, people are very satisfied in the city of, uh, of Cape Town. And so when we ask you the discrepancy, yours is merely to answer. And on law enforcement, sure, contact serious crimes are dealt with by the South African National Police, but bylaws and general issues of uh, respecting civil laws in a municipality is enforced by the local municipal authority. So if people are saying I'm getting pickpocketed in the city of Tswane and you say it's not our problem, we're not the police. Ha, Solim Simanga, you're going to have to do better than that. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.